0: Well, once again, we're in a room uh, without you, but it's good to connect in the way that we're connecting. I I wonder how many thoughts have been traveling through our heads over the last uh, couple of weeks. I can't even imagine the thousands upon thousands and thousands of thoughts that we've had. I know that's happened to me, and I know that I've been thinking in the morning. I've been thinking at noon. I've been thinking the afternoon. I think at night. And as crazy as it may seem, uh, in the background of all those thoughts, I've heard this this song. And it started two weeks ago. It just kind of came out of the blue. And it's Simon and Garfunkel's classic song, Bridge Over Troubled Waters. I have not actually listened to that song in years. But for whatever reason, there it's been. Just in the background of my thoughts, the bridge over troubled waters. So I began to look at the lyrics uh, in preparation for this morning. And I just realized the first verse is a really good prayer for us to pray. So let's pray together. Jesus, we are weary, feeling small. Tears are in our eyes. Who will dry them all? Who's on our side when times get rough and friends can't be found? Who will lay themselves down? Like a bridge over troubled water, who will lay themselves down? You know, in two weeks, so much of our normal life has been rearranged. Schools are closed. Students and teachers are meeting online. Parents are called to a whole new role in education. Restaurants are closed, pickup and delivery remain available, but no more dining out. All non-essential businesses are closed. Many have lost their job, their income. Churches are closed. Uh, We cannot gather on Sunday mornings, and we're learning to provide online services. And all of these, we could really say, are inconvenient. But at the same time, this morning, life has ended abruptly for 2,133 people in the United States in just two weeks. Even one of our own in New Braunfels died this week. Another 123,617 people have been infected. Two weeks ago, it was 2,700 people. This morning, it is 123,617 people. We're weary. We're feeling vulnerable. Tears do fill our eyes. The times are getting rough. So questions come. Who's going to wipe the tears from our eyes? Who will protect us? Who are our friends? Who will lay their life down for us? Who is our bridge over troubled waters? One of my favorite Proverbs declares a lasting word of wisdom to all humanity. The Lord's name is a strong tower. The righteous run to it and find refuge. So I've got to ask us, do we, those of us that call on the name of the Lord Jesus... Are we running to Him in these troubled times? Are we finding refuge in Him? Is Jesus wiping the tears from our eyes? Are we trusting Jesus to protect us? Do we rely upon Jesus as our best friend? Do we know that Jesus has laid His life down for us? Jesus is our bridge, our one and only bridge over these troubled waters. The New Testament says Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. So if folks found refuge in Jesus yesterday, we can find refuge in him today. Listen to this story from yesterday, from John chapter 11. A certain man, Lazarus, was ill. He was from Bethany, the village of Mary and her sister Martha. Martha. This was the Mary who anointed the Lord with fragrant oil and wiped his feet with her hair. Her brother, Lazarus, was ill. So the sister sent word to Jesus saying, Lord, the one whom you love is ill. And when Jesus heard this, he said, This illness isn't fatal. It's for the glory of God that God's Son can be glorified through it. Jesus loved Martha, her sister, and Lazarus. When he heard that Lazarus was ill, he stayed where he was. And after two days, he said to his disciples, Let's return to Judea again. The disciples replied, Rabbi, the Jewish opposition wants to stone you, but you want to go back? And Jesus answered, Aren't there 12 hours in a day? Whoever walks in the day doesn't stumble because they see the light of the world. But whoever walks in the night does stumble because the light isn't in them. Jesus continued, Our friend Lazarus is sleeping, but I'm going in order to wake him up. The disciples said, Lord, if he's sleeping, he'll get well. They thought Jesus meant that Lazarus was in a deep sleep. But Jesus had spoken about Lazarus' death. Jesus told them plainly, Lazarus has died for your sakes. I'm glad I wasn't there so that you can believe. Let's go to him. And then Thomas, the one called Didymus, said to the other disciples, Oh, well, let's go too so that we may die with him. So what encouragement, what encouragement can we draw from these words spoken yesterday for us today? Jesus' friend Lazarus was sick. Four times in four verses, illness is repeated. Jesus was fully aware of the seriousness of his friend's illness. This was a life-threatening illness of a man that Jesus loved. Jesus was never, he's never under any sort of illusion about his friend's illness. Lazarus was sick, really sick, about to die sick. Hold on to these words. Jesus calls us his friends. Jesus cares when his friends are threatened by any illness. Jesus is concerned about his friend's especially when illness is life-threatening. Jesus loves us, and he would never minimize the seriousness of this present virus. Lazarus' sisters sent word to Jesus. Jesus was approachable when trouble was brewing. Mary and Martha knew they could ask Jesus for help in the illness of their brother. Jesus never had more important things to do other than loving and caring for human beings. Jesus wants to hear from us. Jesus is approachable. He is here. He remains Emmanuel, God with us. We can come to him with all our fears, all our concerns. He is here to help. Jesus is willing to put himself in harm's way in order to help those he loved Opposition to Jesus in Judea was life-threatening, both to him and his disciples. The disciples warned him, the religious folks down south want to stone you. We're safer if we stay here. But when a friend is in need and God's glory can be demonstrated, Jesus is willing to face any opposition. Even the opposition of his closest friends who really don't want Jesus to go and help Lazarus. Talk about a downer. Jesus is about to do an incredible miracle, and Thomas resolves, we might as well go and die with him. Whether the opposition is from a friend or foe, Jesus faces all opposition in order to help us in our need. Finally, Jesus does exceedingly abundantly beyond what others asked or thought he could do. The disciples expected Jesus to wake Lazarus up from some sort of sleeping disorder. Mary and Martha expected Jesus to arrive with healing before Lazarus died. Jesus had something else in mind. Yes, I I believe Jesus wants to heal us physically. Yes, I believe Jesus wants to wake us up. But most of all, what I believe is Jesus wants to raise us in all creation to new life. He is resurrection and life. COVID 19 is not a judgment sent from an angry God. The virus is a product of a fallen world. Humanity rebelled against its creator long ago, and humanity continues to reap what it sows. We are our own worst enemy. God has intervened in human history to put an end to our destruction. He's introduced the one and only one who can rescue us from our own self-destruction. That one and only one is Jesus. He has overcome this fallen world and introduced resurrection to the universe. He wants us to live and to live a life free from virus and death. And he alone is our strong tower. May we remember and remind one another through these days, Jesus is our friend. Jesus is here to help. Jesus will push through all opposition to help us. And Jesus will do exceedingly more than we ask or imagine. He will wipe away our tears. He is the one to trust. He is the friend who laid his life down for our rescue. He is our bridge over troubled waters. He is our bridge from this present evil age to the wonder of the age to come oh may we taste the powers of the age to come in these difficult days take a moment and just be still beck and i've tried to speak words of encouragement to our children and to our adults to our families so be still Quiet your thoughts for a moment. Ask Jesus to remind you in a felt way that he is here to help. Tell Jesus you trust him. Ask Jesus for everything you need in these trying days. Thank Jesus for being your most trustworthy friend. Invite the Holy Spirit to bring to you a taste of the powers of the age to come. Amen. We're glad to spend this time with you. Um, Obviously, it's not the same as being together. But in a pinch, this is the best we can do. So as we say farewell, I want everyone that participated this morning just to come by. Don't do it together, one by one, and say your farewell. And then Susan and I will finish up with some... good to each other. Kids, be nice to your parents. Oh. I'm supposed to be in the background, but good to see you all, sort of, on the comments and uh, have a great and safe week. and. Uh, Look at some of the uh, options for chatting together this week, and let's stay connected. Bye. We have a plan. (laughs) (laughs) We have a plan. I I don't know the plan. (laughs) So what would you like to say in farewell? Oh, boy. It's just incredible to see everybody that's listening and watching and joining in with us. I just want to say hello to every single person, but I can't do that. But we are praying for all of you, seems like, continually, 24-7, and trying to connect every way we can. And we love you, and we'll see you next week, I guess, on Sunday. So what Steve said, I just want to repeat. This afternoon... RCV Kids has a Zoom meeting scheduled, so check your email if you've not uh, gotten that email and join that Zoom meeting. And then Wednesday, we're going to change our prayer for everybody from here to a Zoom meeting, and um, there'll be a link for that. And then we also have a Zoom meeting set up on Thursday evenings for chat. So those are the ways that we're trying to connect with one another in these days, take advantage of those, And if you need other ways, let us know so we can serve you in those ways. Uh, We want to end our time by inviting Amber and Eric to come and sing the new song they introduced as our farewell. Thank you.